Hello, my name is Gary Shotton, and we're sitting here in my machine shop where we have workers making uh, metal parts with high-powered big machines, and uh, I'm having the time of my life. I'm learning things every day. I'm a constant learner. And today I'm going to talk about the subject, make it better. Make it better. And what do I mean by that? So I'm going to start with a true story here about a chicken company in town. Those that are from America, you would know it as Chick-fil-A. But if you're not, just call it a chicken fast food restaurant. But it's a unique restaurant. Guess what? It's run by a, a gentleman that believes in family values. And even though almost every other fast food restaurant calls Sunday a very important business day, they're closed. He wants to be sure his workers has a day of rest. They want to go to church. They can. Wonderful idea and wonderful concept. They have the best food. There's lines of people just waiting in line. Anytime they're open, a new store opens, they just are, the, the communities are begging them to come. In my little community, that was the number one question for the uh, Chamber of Commerce to say, when are we going to get this chicken store? We want one. Why don't we have one? Of course, it wasn't up to the, the, the Chamber of Commerce. It was up to Chick-fil-A, and sure enough, they did. They came into town. Now, the story was told by uh, Mr. Uh, Truett, the, the owner, who's now deceased, that back in the 90s, when they were uh, late 90s, they were just getting growing, and they are pretty good sized. And by the way, they, they always own all of their facilities. They always pay cash, as I understand it. And uh, they're a very solid company. But he had his staff, his younger workers, and they're all concerned because another chicken uh, fast food uh, uh, restaurant was coming into the market, and they seemed to be duplicating what this one, Chick-fil-A, was doing. And so it seemed to be at this board meeting, and uh, they're just talking about how they can outdo this other competitor and what they need to do different to compete and how to get ahead of them. And the, Mr. Truett was sitting there apparently, uh, they say, with his arms folded, just listening in. And, and to get his, their attention, he, he bangs his head, hand on the table so everyone could hear it fairly loud. And they all took notice, and he said this classic statement. It says, if we get better, our customers will demand that we get bigger. Classic statement. That's a keeper. And think about it. He's not concentrating on getting bigger. He's concentrating on making his chicken better, his service better. He's listening to his customers. He's making what goes out on the plate, in his food, what, whatever he's done, it's better, 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 better. And guess what happens? The customer said, please come, please come. We want you to get bigger. Now, I've seen this firsthand at least two times in my life. They're very significant times. So it'll take a minute to build the case with my dad, Aubrey Shotton, A-U-B-R-E-Y, Aubrey Shotton. Love him dearly to this day. He's been passed on more than 25 years ago. But I still think back what he would say in different situations, and I absorb it still today. And this is what happened. We were farming. 
in our case, we're farming our land, and that means we have tractors and equipment, and, and we, we cover the ground. It's just wheat, and it's not a lot of irrigation, so you can take on a lot of land, and we had a lot of land. But it was interesting that my dad was a very good farmer. If someone was going to have a cash crop, grow the crop in any given year, dad would have the best or be one of the best. So if someone else owned land, they would want my dad to farm that land because they knew they would have a chance of having a cash crop. That's the only time they got paid. So I have listened several times when I was a young man where someone would call up dad and want to talk to him in the evening and, and they would try to convince him to take on more of their land. You know, dad was always inclined, to be honest with my, my mom, basically said, we've got enough. Don't get bigger, but the point was, the more dad got better at what he was doing, the more landowners called him, asking him to take on their land so that there would be a crop and they would make money because of my dad's diligence. Good example for me. Now, I'm in this machine shop. It happened about 19, uh, or sorry, 2008. We're rolling along pretty good, pretty fast. And uh, I'm sorry, it would be about 2010. And as, as the economy has it, there's ups and downs and there's uh, uh, surges and there's more demand and less demand. And so we had gone through a, a time period when, frankly, uh, we weren't that busy. But man, it came up on strong. We need more capacity. We needed to have more manpower, more workers, more people in order to keep our current customers happy with what we're doing for them and this actually happened. I'll just use his first name, Jim, and with one of the major companies we work for, and he made an appointment. He said, Gary, I want you to get in here, and he set the time, I want you to be at my office, and I was there. And then he proposed this with a fairly strong demand. He said, Gary, we need you to get bigger. We need you to make more parts. We need you we need you because we have more orders than we can take in. Now's like the harvest time. We've got to get these out. You've got to come up with a written plan to tell me what you're going to do to increase my capacity, my company's capacity, and fairly quick. Oh, that's a problem. So it took me a week or so. I talked to my banker, and I came back with a proposal. It was generally this. I said, listen, it's going to take us about six months but we're going to add and build another building, 12,000 square feet. We're going to add six more employees, and I'm going to buy two more pieces of equipment. That's what it's going to take to ask and meet your demands for a higher volume of work. Wow, is that the opposite of me going out and begging somebody to get their parts? Oh, please, I want to do your work. They told me that... In order to make them happy, I had to do more for them. I keep working harder to get better and better and better. It happens all the time that our customers then come to us and they give us work because they know we're always getting better. It's another complete teaching on uh, continual improvement. I let my customers know what we're doing tangibly, what we're doing this week. I have a meeting tomorrow with my big customer. I'm laying out some things we're doing to make things better. You know what, they, they, they don't always say it, but they're saying, huh, I want to move more parts, more work to auto-turn my company. It happens all the time.
yeah, we got to do good work. We have to have quality, good price, on-time delivery, uh, good lead times, everything that they demand. But when we have that, this is the difference. So I encourage you, get better. Don't worry. Don't spend extra money. Don't overspend just to get another customer. Because if you will put most of that same money into getting better, training, uh, consulting, whatever it takes to make your team better, you will put out a different product or service and your customers will come to you. I'll guarantee it. Thank you for listening. You could do us a favor if you would. Uh, share this with a friend, uh, a relative, somebody by internet, or, and or give us uh, some constructive feedback. We sure want to hear from you. We're trying to present topics from multiple speakers, from multiple col cultures and languages with a the theme of inspiring better business. Thank you very much.